The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So today, y'all, I have an uh, exciting guest with a multiple, multiple varied background. She wears so many different hats. I, I mean, I just had to have her on my show just because of everything that she has her hand in, okay? She has done things as far as being a podcast producer. She has been in radio communications. She has done record promotions for some top jazz artists. And I could go on and on about some of the things that she has her hand in. I'm going to have her explain some of the things that she does. But also, she's going to talk to us about why it's important to just be able to do you from an entrepreneur standpoint, why it's important to believe in yourself, right? But let me go ahead and get started with bringing in my guest. I'm so proud that she's given me some of her time today. So please give a warm welcome and a listening ear to Ms. Cheryl Halling. Cheryl, how are you doing today? Thank you, Jimmy, very much. I um, so appreciate being invited into the Sexy Cool Lounge and being a recipient of your time as well. Well, thank you for uh, coming on. So I'm very glad to have you here today. And as typical, I have a question that I ask my guests uh, right out the gate before we even get started. So I will ask the same question to you. What does sexy cool mean to you, Cheryl? Well, you know, I think it it means different things as I get older, because if you had asked me maybe 10 years ago or 20 years ago or different points in my life, it would have, I would have a different um, answer for that. But I think the older I get and the more comfortable I am with being me is sexy cool is when someone whether it's mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, creatively steps into the person that they were created to be unapologetically. All right. Nice. Well, I do appreciate that answer. And as always, y'all, there is no right answer and there is no wrong answer. It is all on the perspective of the person that is feeling the vibe. And that's why we ask the questions so that everyone can just see the most diverse answers that come from it. And they're all right. Okay. They're all right. So Cheryl, so I was reading through your bio that you sent me and man, you have worn many hats as well as you <laughs> wear many hats. Okay. So I, I kind of want to just like deep dive for a minute and just like, um, get a true understanding of some of the things that you have your hands in. So talk to me a little bit about the, the mic and the camera, 
you know, in front and behind the scenes. Give me a little bit of story on, on what that's about. Um, that's a great question, Jimmy, because sometimes when I, you know, look at my bio and even writing it, I'm, I'm thinking, was that me? You know, because when we have uh, distance from our experiences, we look back and we went, wow, we did some, I did some pretty cool uh, sexy, cool thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had to, uh, did y'all hear that? Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl is flipping the sexy, cool on Jimmy IV in the lounge. Okay. Okay. Hey, two points for Cheryl on that one. All right. Two okay. points. For Cheryl. So we, we're, we have a, we have a scoreboard here. So we're shocking <laughs> it up. Um, well, I grew up in a household where um, my mom and my dad were in the creative fields. My dad was an actor and director, my mom was an opera singer. Now, these were not their full-time vocations, um, you know, uh, but they gave their heart and soul to doing that. And as a result, I grew up in the theater. I also studied classical voice for a while. And I always knew that I wanted to be in the creative arts. And when I, you know, of course, we can all go back to, you know, whether it's singing in church or, you know, acting in some of my dad's productions, my mom's productions. But when I went to college, I knew that I wanted to, you know, one of the many things I wanted to do in my life and be when I grew up is study communications, which I did. But I walked into a relatively unknown radio station at the time, KCRW, which is now known worldwide. But I walked in there and um, I said, you know, I was in a work study program. I said, where do you need me? You know, is it a board op? Is it in the office? And I started in the office got a board op position, which basically meant I ran the board during the Santa Monica Symphony, some of the tapes of their news programs, et cetera. And from there, I got into um, record promotion. It was just kind of a natural transition for me with my love of music, my love of radio. And it was something that really kind of appeared for me because I happened to be in the right place at the right time, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And, but I still had a love to, you know, be in the theater and some do, do some on camera work. I grew up in Los Angeles. So I uh, studied, continued studying theater, studying music, being in radio, and, you know, throughout my life found ways to weave that into my experiences, both in front of the camera and in back of the camera. And, you know, it's kind of ironic when I, got my after, after and SAG used to be two different unions. But when I got my after card and then uh, a SAG gig, it was, it was uh, as a waitress, one of my first big things was, you know, playing the role of a waitress, which I was waiting tables so that I could do my acting. So the irony of, you know, art imitating life was kind of, you know, it's just kind of ironic. So I think, I don't know if that's a long ways, uh, you know, circuitous way of answering your question, but that's the kind of the origins of how I was able to eventually do both. Yeah, I, no, and, and it's, it's, it's your journey and that was the path that you took and that is unique in itself. So for sharing that is, is important, you know? I mean, it's truly important. Everybody has a unique journey and it takes you down winding roads that may not um, be the same as somebody else, but it's still important. So I definitely appreciate you sharing uh, your journey with us on that level. So talk to me a little bit about the satchel 
the satchel bag. Okay, the Sound Satchel Studios. Okay, yeah. which is the the name of my business, my website, and it's interesting. When I was going to um, in high school, schools used to have so much more available to them than they do now, unless of course you're in private schools. But you know, when I was going to high school, we had you know wood shop, you had uh, auto shop, you had leather shop, and so because I had such a desire to be in radio and be involved in music, I made a handcrafted a satchel, a leather satchel that it turns out I, I didn't plan it this way, although I was hoping that it would fit my albums. But now, boys and girls, the tapes, cassette tapes <laughs> um, that used to record our what we used to record our shows on, right. I would put the cassette tapes, my blank cassette tapes in the front, my albums that I was going to play that night in the main part of the satchel. And I would go to the studio to program my my music for the night. And when I built my studio, it was a very short-lived studio, and we can chat about that if you like. Um, I just thought of, you know, I thought of the sound satchel, whether it applied to music or VO. And my husband and I got involved in a situation where, you know, when you build your house on somebody else's foundation and it's not your rock, mm -hmm. it can be... Um, a slippery slope and that's what happened we we built our dream studios his drum studio my voiceover studio but i called it sound satchel studios because it had his drum studio had my voiceover studio and less than a year of building it i mean blood sweat and tears where we went into an old warehouse connected to another business and it was everything that i had envisioned for a studio but i had already established my name my website, et cetera. So when I moved in house, I kept that name, even though it's now a solo studio inside my house. Right. And um, I had also used that name for a radio show that I had, because it just made sense. Sound Satchel, the Sound Satchel, you're tuning into the Sound Satchel, like you're tuning into the Sexy Cool Lounge. So nice. it has a good ring to it. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So that leads me to why I uh, asked you to come into the Sexy Cool Lounge. Now, your podcast is 19 Stories, Fear to Hope. And I felt like that was something that I really wanted my audience to um, appreciate a vibe on. So can you just talk to me and talk to my listeners about what is 19 Stories, Fear to Hope, and just share your voice about that passion? Absolutely. I'd be really happy to. Um, and you're a podcaster, so maybe you can relate to this. I sat on another idea for about, you know, I say three years, but it really was five years. I had an idea for a completely different podcast. And as podcasters can do when they're first starting out is they get ready to get ready. <laughs> right. you, know, yeah. you, you know, you have the idea and there's that fear that just, you know, who am I to do a podcast? You know, all the things that, you know, whatever it is as a creative endeavor that creatives go through. I mean, I, I think we do. Some people from the get-go, it, it's not even a second thought. They just go for it. And that's fantastic. But I, as I find out in more coaching groups I'm in with podcasting, the more podcasters I speak to, there is kind of that initial, 
okay, I'll hold on to this and I got to get all this ready. You know, they, there's this thing about perfection. Yeah. You've got to be perfect before you get out of the gate. When in fact, no, you just got to start. You just, you just got <laughs> to do. 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 Yes, Jimmy. Yes. So, um, so when the pandemic hit, I was working, um, I had a contract job with a company that I was working towards, you know, getting some more gear for my studio. You know, again, this, the kind of the nonlinear route of being an entrepreneur that when you're working, you, you know, you're working and it's, it's great when you're not working, you know, there's a great line from uh, hello, Dolly, that if you want to be in this business, you got to learn to be ambidextrous, meaning you do what you got to do. Right. You know, if you're not booking voiceover, you're not, you know, fill in the blank, do what you got to do till you can do it again. So I was, uh, I had a corporate job at the beginning of last year. It was a contract job. It was only for about four months where I did um, catering for a, a executive CPA firm. And when COVID hit and everybody's world changed. Um, and I thought, okay, there's a lot of fear going on right now. And it's valid. We need to acknowledge it. But we need to move from the fear. So it's 19 stories from fear to hope. How do we take that fear and move into hope so that we don't stay paralyzed, mm. right? Right. Um, and the original concept of my podcast was speaking to people 55 and older, because when I reached 55, I... Um, took an idea that my dad had. He had a um, cable show called Thrive After 65, where he talked to people who were doing really amazing, wonderful, creative things after 65. Mm. At a time where most people, you, oh, you're retiring, you're playing golf, whatever people put on you that you do after 65. <laughs> um, and I, I thought, no, I want to speak to creatives who are really thriving. So I called it Thrive After 55. Well, when COVID happened, I thought, okay, I'm not going to put COVID out there as part of my title, but there's stories out there. Mm -hmm. There's people who are still doing creative things that are still thriving, that are still trying to find a way in the midst of a time where the entire world is pivoting. Yeah. I want to talk to them because, you know, I, some of my guests, I, you know, uh, one of my guests was the creative director for one of the most successful shows in Cirque du Soleil. And he happened to be in Russia when COVID hit and he actually was diagnosed with COVID. So his whole world, he's been with Cirque du Soleil for 11, 12 years, came to a screeching halt. Well, what did that mean for him? What did he do during that time to face the fear, acknowledge it, but to move past that yeah. and um, you know, offer hope? And what are the tools that he used to do that? So that's the premise of my show is, you know, and it's gone beyond creative people because everybody has a story, as you know, Jimmy, mm -hmm. um, and to provide an outlet where people can speak about their stories, because that's what it is. We all just want to be heard. Yeah. And I find that people want to be heard, but when you hear someone speak of their story, their journey. Some other people can relate to that. Some other people yes. can be inspired yes. by that. So I wanted you to say it in your own words. I've listened to uh, a few things on your podcast and 
the theme that I get is overcoming adversity. And I really want my listeners around the world to be inspired by that. And I felt like your vibe, your 19 stories, Fear to Hope was the perfect uh, platform to truly speak on adversity, speak on, yes, there's a challenge in front of you. Maybe you didn't see it coming, but recognize that it's here. How are we going to deal with it? And then how are we going to not just move on past it, but how are we going to overcome it? Yes. Yeah. So that's why I wanted you on my show, because I felt like there was nobody else that could truly give me that vibe, that explanation, Mm -hmm. that inspiration than you and what it is that you're doing with your platform and your voice of 19 stories, Fear to Hope. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for um, giving us a glimpse of that. And if you guys want to check out any more of that, you guys can go and check out her podcast that will be up on the show notes and the links. And I'll give you an opportunity at the end to kind of make sure that we blow that up. But Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate uh, that. Uh, no problem at all. So now that we kind of understand the vibe of 19 Stories, Fear to Hope, I want to talk a little bit about um, VO. And I've heard okay. you say that a few times uh, in this segment. And VO is for voiceover. Thank you. <laughs> Thank huh? you. Yeah, no, that, that's right. important to uh, yeah. explain that. Yes, ma'am. So VO is for voiceover. It's a very unique um, talent industry, uh, you know? So talk to me about being an entrepreneur in voiceover and what does that take for not only someone to be in voiceover, but to be in voiceover and also be an entrepreneur because you're always looking for that next gig. You're always looking for that next avenue of not only income, but to also challenge yourself with your talents so that you can continue to stay in demand for what it is that you do in an industry where there's so many other people trying to do what you do for the jobs that you are applying for. And I think my listeners would like to understand that and be motivated by that. So can you kind of speak on that? for me, please. Absolutely. I think you did a beautiful job, by the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you, I think you nailed it. But, um, and thank you for also, you know, sometimes when we are in a business, we use acronyms and we forget that people don't always know what that means. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So um, the voiceover journey for me has been, and I, I use this word a couple of times, but it, it's, it, is very apropos and explains where I'm at in my life with it. It's been a circuitous route. I mean, I started in it when I was 18, but then I've got, you know, I'm, I'm proud of my age. So I'll just say there's been like a, a 40 year, you know, 42 year uh, journey to get to where I've been the past four years where mm-hmm. I've been, you know, consistently at it. And um it's different for everybody else. I will say the one thing that's very important with anything. I listened to your episode recently with Susan 
which was wonderful, where she talked about models and their expectation of walking in the door because they're pretty, that automatically they're going to hit the the runways of New York. Mm-hmm. Well, with voiceover, yes, it's good to have a good voice. However, there are so many avenues that really, you know, whether it's animation, um, you know, corporate, e-learning, IVR, which is... Um, interactive voice response, you know, when you call a business and, you know, uh, for the deli department, press one, if you would like pharmaceuticals, press two, et cetera. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Or if you call the uh, airlines and you're trying to speak to customer service (laughs) and you have the young lady on there that just says press one for this, press two for Uh that, press three. uh, Uh Yeah. Yes. And you never get through to anybody, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) So um, first and foremost, it's a business unless you're doing it part-time and that's fine. There's people who are pursuing it part-time and they're making part-time income. But even with that, they're working hard for that Yeah, because it is a business. It is everything that you touched on, all those touch points, Jimmy, of training, working with a coach, getting your demos getting your website, all the social media, you know, uh, how do you market yourself with social media? Um, You know, with videos now, much more of a part of voiceover um, actors marketing themselves. Some don't partake in that, but that's an aspect too. Um, You know, keeping your books and all the things that you think of a business. Yeah. That's, that's voiceover. That's amazing. And that's, that's, really cool to like hear the behind the scenes of it. I mean, we've all heard a voiceover, whether it's on radio or TV, but I don't think a lot of us, including myself until I talk to you, the behind the scenes portions of that and what it takes to really be true and good and successful at what it is that you do, which comes from your vocal cords. And that is a business. (laughs) You know, that, yeah. that that you just don't get in front of a mic and you have that perfect voice. Some some people do. And, and some, some people, people do. Yes. You know, within and I, I think that goes with any business or talent. You have some people that are just naturally talented, but then you have some that have to work at it to make it a business and then make it a thriving, successful business. I am always learning, Jimmy. I just finished working with a coach. Um, because I'm realizing how much, I mean, I've always loved narration, but I've never really studied or coached in that direction. And because I love my podcast so much in telling people's stories, I also want to do that in my professional life by narrating other people's stories. So I needed to study with somebody to do that. And I'm looking at making a new demo and, you know, um, gosh, there was something that you said that I, I wanted to, um, hmm, it'll come back to me. <laughs> but um, yeah, in regards to it, it, you know, being a business and um, like I said, whether you do it part-time or you do it full-time, it's just a matter of like any business you're going to be in, know what's required, the technology, the equipment it takes, how to edit, you know, what's going on with the trends. And um, however, though, it's a really exciting time because there's never been where the point of entry, if you will, has been easier because so many people are doing this from their home 
yeah. as opposed to going into studios. Now, if you live in one of the major markets, people are still starting to go into studios again. But what COVID did is allow a lot of the people who weren't in major markets to have work available to them that wouldn't have been otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely understand where you're going with that. And I think uh, COVID has also uh, presented unique challenges that people have overcome mm-hmm. to yes. stay in business, but work remotely. And now that we're hopefully um, moving in a different direction from COVID, people are starting to realize, you know what? Hey, I can work from home. Oh, you know what? Yes. I can sustain my business from home. And then I have a little bit less uh, overhead mm-hmm. from the way that we were doing it before. So COVID kind of forced us to look at things differently and act differently. And hopefully just from a um, an entrepreneur standpoint, we can, um, I don't want to say benefit from it, but there are some positive challenges that people can now say, you know what, I can work from home and, and things can be okay. And some people can't, but you know, there, there's still that avenue of just saying, hey, we can still make this happen that way. So- Absolutely, yeah. well, oh, go ahead. No, go sorry. ahead, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say, I mean, obviously, you know, your Sexy Cool Lounge is about positivity. And with that though, in life, there's the positive and negative charge. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it has to stay negative. Now, it's really easy to, you know, to say that if you're thriving or doing well in the midst of COVID, because so many people haven't. They, I think it's really important, as I do on my show, acknowledge that it has been incredibly tough Absolutely. for some people. Absolutely. Um, because we, you know, we'd be kidding ourselves if we didn't acknowledge the struggle and what it's also brought up, certainly in our country, just about, um, you know, racial inequities, et cetera. But with that, what have we done to recognize that there's also been innovations that have been very positive? Mm-hmm. And uh, like you say, allowed people that maybe didn't have the opportunity to work from home to all of a sudden go, wow, I can work from home. And it's, you know, there, is com- there are companies now that are thinking they're not going to bring their entire staffs back because they're right. realizing that they can work remotely. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if someone is thinking about the possibilities, do I have the talent or this would be something of an exciting adventure to start a journey on, what would you recommend the first thing that they do if they wanted to even like dip their toes into voiceover, what would be start here? Don't do anything until you do what? I would say find a coach, find whether it's a local voiceover school. I happen to live in the Bay Area where there's two really good voiceover schools. But if you're around the country or even, you know, um, in Europe, there are so many good resources now. Um, and do, do your homework, go online. And there's, I mean, I, I'm not, we're not sponsored by anyone here, but there's, you know, there's Gravy for the Brain. There's VO Buzz Weekly, which is a great uh, video show to watch professionals interview professionals. There's um, some fantastic coaches you can find online. There's also some, you know, as with any business, there's some shady people, but um, get some coaching. Take a beginner's class with someone 
and getting with other people who aspire to do what you want to do. So you have that camaraderie and uh, get up behind a mic and read, you know, and not just read, get the feedback from uh, a director, which would be your coach. And if you can't go into a school, certainly, you know, we're not fully open in a lot of places where you can do that, but there's tons of training online that you can be part of. Um, So yeah, I'd say start with taking a class. Taking a class, good deal. So as an entrepreneur, okay, uh, one of the things that I really love about how you present yourself is believing in yourself. And I think that from an entrepreneur standpoint, that has to be one of the staple foundations of any journey that you plan to have success with. So I'm asking you to kind of share your perspective on the importance of as an entrepreneur, as someone who wants to do something, why is it, how is it important so important to believe in yourself. You can have other people believe in you and Mm -hmm. think that you can do what they believe that you can do within yourself. But Mm -hmm. I'm asking the question of believing in yourself. So I need you to kind of help my listeners and me understand the importance of believing in yourself if you plan to be successful in anything that you do. In anything. Thank you for uh, qualifying that. Because, Jimmy, there are going to be days where human beings, right? Uh, there are going to be days where things really aren't going right. And your why, number one, and I, I've heard you talk about it in a couple of things, your why has to be so strong that that's what gets you out of bed on the days that you're going, wow, I don't, I don't see it for me today. I don't feel it today, um, but I believe in it today because my why is strong enough. My why for doing my podcast is because I really want to create an outlet for people to tell their stories mm-hmm. because there's a, this is at a time where it's so, in my opinion, really necessary. And in regards to my voiceover work, if I, you know, it's, it's one thing getting accolades from, from people. It's another thing for you to go, I believe in it because I know, I know that I know that I know that I know this is what I was created to do. This is a gift I was given. You know, I know your listeners can't see the, the, um, the poster behind you, but you know, I am the storm. Remember whose son you are straighten your crown, stand up and walk tall. And my faith, you know, I I have a very strong faith and I know whose I am. I know who I am. Mm. And that's what keeps me going. That's where the belief comes from. And it doesn't mean it doesn't waver. I think, excuse me, I think it's important to acknowledge that because there's this, um, when I listen to quote influencers or I listen to people who are super successful to the level where I want to be at, the one thing that I love that's happening now is they're saying, you know what? There's some really tough days, but I push through it. This is how I push through it. You know, you had Chris, is it Jags? Is yeah, that Chris Jags. Yeah. 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 He talked about routine and that gives a formation to your day. That gives you a substance to your day so that 
when you get up in the morning, it's about putting one foot in front of the other till you come to the end of the, your day and you went, I made it through this day. Not only did I make it through this day, I made some pretty cool contacts. Yeah. And I feel really good that I showed up on a day that maybe my crown was really crooked. <laughs> so, and you know, the, the, the thing about that is sometimes I think people have the perception that you don't never have a day of crooked crown. Yeah. Yeah. That for some way or somehow that other people's days are so picture perfect and they're not. And that's why I enjoy having people on like yourself who can explain the real authenticity and the genuineness of you're not going to always have picture perfect days. Your no. crown is not going to always stay straight. That's just a fact of life. It's what you do when it isn't straight that makes or makes or breaks the difference of it becoming straight again. Do you mm -hmm. keep it crooked? Do you just wallow in the fact that you had a bad day and it just now is going to always forever be that way? Or do you recognize it, accept it and move on past it in a triumphant way? Okay. So yeah, really, really, really true and authentic stuff that you got going on. Michelle, I really appreciate your time today. So tell my listeners, if they want to uh, follow you, give us the website, give us, give us where we can find you on social media and definitely tell us where we can listen to more of your voice, your podcast. <laughs> Let us know how, how, how can we, how can we find you and how can we blow up what you got going on? Because you have some positive things that are bringing some really cool vibes into this universe. And, you know, I love you for that. And I want you to just keep doing what you're doing. So how can we follow you and how can we stay in contact with you? Well, Jimmy, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. My uh, website is Sound Satchel Studios. So that's S-O-U-N-D-S-A-T-C-H-E-L studios.com. I'm on Instagram at Cheryl Holling V-O for voiceover. <laughs> um, I do have, uh, I'm on, uh, gosh, you're putting me on the spot because I don't have it in front of me. I'm, I do have a YouTube channel, but in regards to going directly to my podcast, it would be 19stories.lipsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Okay. Well, for anybody that, that wants to get in contact with you, if you go to the show notes of this episode, you will have all of her links, her website, her social media, her YouTube, her podcast. I will make sure that that is in the show notes and you can click right onto the link and it will take you directly to Miss Cheryl Halling, VO. And you can stay in contact <laughs> with her. You can vibe with some of the things that she has going on and you can just be inspired by some of the stories that she has on her podcast, 19 stories fear to hope y'all let's make sure we blow her up show her some love because she's putting some love out there into the universe that is truly authentic and genuine and lord knows we all need some more positivity and good vibes only in this universe jimmy so. thank you so much yeah and and uh, kudos to you i just i think if i can encourage your listeners to give you feedback to follow you to share your episodes 
as podcasters, if we can support each other, that's actually how you and I met is on a podcast platform. Absolutely. And um, that's encouraging to us, you know, to keep on keeping on and knowing that people are actually listening and kudos to you to have the listener base that you have. And I just want to encourage you to keep sexy, cool lounge going for, uh, <laughs> for as long as you can lounge. Let me tell you, the, the vibe is genuine. So I will be doing this for as long as the universe allows me to breathe. I will mm-hmm. try to connect people and bring positivity into this universe because that's all I know how to do, to be honest with you. So thank you so much, Ms. Cheryl, for coming in today, hanging out with me, vibing. It has been truly an uh, epic interview with you uh, on a vibe scale, but um, thank you so much for coming in. And then for all my listeners, as we always do, love yourself enough to radiate your vibe, y'all. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And let's never forget everybody that even though we don't have as much as others, we still have more than others. So continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I am Jimmy Ivey. I love you guys, and I will see you on the next episode.